is up, my people, my beautiful, beautiful people? Man, what's good, brother? You know, we back like we never left. And it's been a minute, but we are here with the gift for y'all. <laughs> Season three, y'all. Urban Legends, the Ghost Brothers. We are paranormal investigators straight out of the ATL. ATL, You already know what it is, boy. You already know what it is. And for those of you who don't know, let us reintroduce ourselves. Once again, it's the bad boy paranormal he self, Dalen Spratt on the ones and twos. Hear it, hear it. Hey. And you know that's the sounds of Juwan Mass, also known as the Paranormal Poppy. Oh, you still going by that? Brothers, huh? he is not going to drop it. Do you have a tattoo that says Paranormal Poppy? It's on, it's on his lower back. Oh, it I knew it. And you know who <laughs> it is. inner thigh. Oh, snap, <laughs> it is. Paranormal Poppy. And you know who it is, your man, the Marcus Harvey, the Barber Star. Mm. Uh, so we got to get back, y'all, and we are here, y'all. Can I tell you something? What's up? I feel like this is going to be a good one, guys. Oh, yeah, it is. This is going to be a good season, man. I feel it. Yeah, man. Before we jump into the episode, how have y'all been? Life is good, bro. Oh, that's dope, man. That's dope. What about you, Juwan? Man, I've been good, man. Spending a lot of time with family. It's been a good time, man. It's been good over these last few months okay okay are we dating yes yes oh oh that's why you got the one oh that's why you got the i knew you've been doing things different last year y'all he was in denim right all day long there was i've never seen him wear so much denim in my life (laughs) now look at him now look at him look at him Look at that. Like it's linen. It's not denim. It's linen. Is that a three piece? It's just two, but okay. it's double breasted. <laughs> but it can't be three if you need it to be. <laughs> if I need it to be, <laughs> it's a two titty suit, y'all. It's if I need it to be, it's a breakaway. <laughs> what about you, Marcus? Hey, man, you know, I'm giving God the glory in all things that I do. <laughs> but nah, man, we just just excited to get back with a. You know, another season of Urban Legends, you know, with the Ghost Bros, man. I've been missing us. You know, I'm glad that the folks are going to be able to get on and listen to us all season long with all these dope guests that we have. So, yeah, I'm yeah. just excited, man. Yeah, man. Listen, man, I'm glad to be back, too. But you know what, y'all? Let's go ahead and get into today's Urban Legend. We are taking y'all across the Atlantic Ocean to a lake in Scotland with a big, I mean a big ass. Oh, it's big. Urban Legend. Some of you guys might call it Nessie, but this mythical animal's government name? Government name? What did mama name him? Bro, listen. What's, what's on his passport? Lock Ness Monster. Teresa Nesta named this man Lock. Bro, listen. It's a family name. Listen. And he's out here for centuries running these water streets. Listen, man, running them. Like, it's been around for a while. People saying they seen it. People saying they ain't seen it. How they say they ain't seen it? <laughs> right. right. No, no, no. I ain't seen that. No, but we got a lot of good stuff today. So, like, we're going to get into the legend, but later we get to chat one-on-one with the only comedian, BAFTA Award winner, TV host. You can also catch his stand-up comedy special on Netflix, There's Mo to Life, the London born and bred Mo Gilligan. Mo Gilligan Island. You got to love the comics, baby. Hey, man, listen, man. Since he grew up in the UK, I'm curious to just hear, like, what he thinks of all the legends over here in the US <laughs> and what type of wild stuff they got going on in the UK. Let's just jump into the history of old Nessie. Let's get to it. First off, the Loch Ness Monster gets its name from the Loch Ness Lake in Scotland. The legend goes back to 565 AD. Dang, that's a long time. Wait, wait. Hey, can I be honest with y'all for a minute, man? Go ahead. You always are. So, okay, listen. I'm from the South, right? Okay. I'm from Texas, right? We got little lakes. Mm -hmm. Baby lakes. Baby lakes. We ain't got no nesses. You feel me? No. Like, anytime I heard about the Loch Ness Monster, I was like, how is 
this big ass water donkey. Water elephant. Water, water elephant. Water giraffe. Really, water, water giraffe. Because he got a long neck. He do got a long neck. <laughs> but my question is, I was like, how can something that big be in something as small as a lake? I feel ashamed mm -hmm. that it wasn't until last year when we was up there in Michigan. And he told us about When we got on them great lake. I didn't know a how great lake. Was a lake, oh, ocean lake. It's an ocean lake. First it's an ocean lake. Great <laughs> lake. ocean lake, y'all. First off, Great Lake is five lakes. It's not one. Oh, excuse me, it's not one. It's Mr. Great Lake, Mr. Oh Historian. God. This guy, <laughs> go back to the story. Then tell us more about it since you know everything. Mr. Okay. I graduated Listen, high school. You know what's my going education. on. It's just because you grow up in the Midwest. We learn about Nessie and the Great Lakes. Okay, go so, ahead. So, local stone carvings called Pictet stones showed a large animal-like creature with flippers. But the first written account is from a seventh-century biography of Saint Columba, the man who introduced Scotland to Christianity. It is said a monster bit a swimmer and was prepared to attack another man when Columba stepped in and told the monster, go back. The monster listened and went back into the water. Over centuries, eyewitness accounts claim they've seen the monster. All right. So let me tell you why that story is fake as hell. I already know, dog. I already know, bro. Tell, uh, but tell me what you're feeling, though. No, no, no. You tell me what your first red flag was. <laughs> this man talking about sit, get back. First off. How you gonna tell the Loch Ness monster to sit and get back, and they gonna? Nah, but nah. you know what they do say? What they say? They say Loch Ness monsters are like dolphins. They the dogs of the sea. They like a, a water rock waller. Oh a yeah, water yeah. rock waller. Yeah. yeah, water rock without fur. Okay, I can see that water rock waller. Like if it had mange. Oh, you got because you got to cut that mange off. Was <laughs> that what they cut? You, they that, just cut it off. You just cut it off. You cut that mange off. So they cut Nessie's mange off. Is what you say? What you think, Juwan? I mean, that provides the 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 aerodynamics through the water. Yeah, you in the You in there? Let me ask you this: You think that that how bad that bite that first bite was for him to even come out and say, "Stop, Nessie, don't bite that man." Listen, man, you got to be powerful if you can command a sea creature to sit its ass that sit. Have you ever seen a fish sit? No. There we go. <laughs> oh, I'm going to preach to y'all. Y'all sit down. Pat, sit down. Come pass, on. You about to get pass off for that. Listen, when the last time you seen a fish sit? Oh, that's a word. Uh, you ain't never seen a dolphin sit? Come on now. Uh, have you? You've been to SeaWorld. Yeah, have you seen them sit? Yeah. You ain't. God damn it, Juwan. You ain't never yeah. seen a dolphin sit. They, they moving. They ain't got no ass They, they, sit, they, they moving. They don't have hips. They moving. No, they be right on their tail. That's them walking, Juwan. That's balance. That's walking. That's them crip walking. That's some sea walking. You know what? Y'all, please don't ever listen to Juwan's aquatic knowledge. Yo, but listen. Over the years, people say they've really seen this thing. Like, let's actually jump to 1933. Photographer Marmaduke Weatherall, you know, people call him Duke, was hired by the Daily Mail newspaper to find the Loch Ness Monster and take pictures. He didn't find the monster, but instead he found large footprints that he actually believed to be, and quote, a very powerful soft-footed animal about 20 feet long. Okay. Soft right. feet. Right. Soft feet. Right. See, I see what he did there. Yeah. You see, they paid him to go find the Loch Ness Monster. Uh -huh. Right. But he got out there. Mm -hmm. he, he found something else. What did he, he find? He was like, look, look, look. If you want me to find out what that other thing is I just found, it's going to be a little bit of overtime. <laughs> That's time and a half, baby. <laughs> but listen, Duke actually wanted to make sure it was it. So he got the evidence the best he could. He made molds of the footprints, sent them off to the National History Museum of London, and he waited. The newspaper wrote about it. It became a whole spectacle, and in the meantime, people actually went out to see if they could find this monster. Then the museum finally got back to him, 
Man, and guess what they said? Here we go. <laughs> the footprints were from a hippopotamus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you did not say nothing about no damn hippo. Mark. In my head, I said, <laughs> oh, right. said, oh. You said a water Rottweiler. <laughs> well, that is true. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> listen. I know water Rottweilers when I see them. Because you, you breed them still? I, listen, I, still, I got three little little puppies. <laughs> are they are water Rottweilers called puppies? <laughs> They call they what are. do they call what do they call baby water rock <laughs> We're gonna tell you how these footprints of this hippopotamus were made. They were actually made from an umbrella stand or ashtray that had hippopotamus <laughs> legs as a base. What? So, Bro, that shit just shot all his credibility. All his credibility, man. <laughs> he was like, come on, baby. Anybody could have made the same mistake, baby. <laughs> hey, you got me. <laughs> right. Look, look, you got me, baby. My bad. I got a little excited. <laughs> now, I did. I know y'all hired me for a job. Yep. Couldn't find nothing. <laughs> right. That's me. But look, it don't necessarily mean that the legend's not real, right? Because next year, in 1934, an English physician named Robert Kenneth Smith took the first picture of the Loch Ness Monster. It's a black and white photo a lot of us have actually seen. It shows the monster's small head and long neck coming out of the water. People said it looked like a dragon or like some kind of prehistoric figure, like a dinosaur or something. Maybe like one of the monsters from, remember one of them dragons from uh, Game of Thrones, Marcus? Mm, yeah. Or the water rock wild. <laughs> Hey, listen, like. man. They ain't wrong, man. That thing literally dates back to what you say, man? AD 565. 565. That was a good year. That's a good year. Lights just came out. <laughs> Did they? Yeah. Yeah. Liar just came they out. They just learned about fire. fire. <laughs> and wheels. Just No, oh they just God. discovered wind. They start they start using four wheels back then. <laughs> they upgrade from that one. In the last 40 years, different efforts were used to find them, like solo explorations and a DNA survey of Loch Ness Lake to determine what organisms lived in the water. But they didn't find any sign of any large animal. This legend attracts so many people to Loch Ness Lake in Scotland. In the early 2000s, it was thought that it contributed to almost $80 million annually to Scotland's economy. Oh, you say, listen, man, I see why they be lying. You about to make up an early legend? Listen, they done had babies. (laughs) It's baby likenesses. I got bit last week (laughs) by one. A a baby Rottweiler caught me on a hill, and I'm telling (laughs) y'all. And it had puppies. And it had puppies. 80 million, baby. Come on now. You want to get some lollipops over here, too? We got merchandise. Now, I want to hear what our guest has to think about this. Man, same here. But first, we have to take a short break. But keep listening. We'll be right back with Mo Gilligan. Welcome back. I'm excited to introduce to you this week's guest all the way from across the Zoom pond. I see what you did there. Yeah, I tried to do a little bit of something. We got a little virtual situation going on. (laughs) Man, we got Mo Gilligan. Listen, Mo is a comedian, author, fellow podcaster, and TV personality. Welcome to the show, Mo. Thank you very much for having me, fellas. I appreciate you, man. Appreciate it, man. I got a lot to get off my chest. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, there's a lot that I can share from this side of the pond regarding the, the urban legends, the myths. And all the above. So, uh, yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it, man. Mo, Mo, this ain't got nothing to do with nothing, but I got to ask you straight up, man. With that mm. accent that you have, man, how easy yeah. is it to get the ladies, man? Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Say, Mo ain't playing. Do you know what? Whenever I'm in the States, I kind of increase the British tone sometimes. Oh, I, I know it. So, like, <laughs> so like, I'll say words that we don't even use here. Yeah. What do you mean there's no booking? This is preposterous, man. Bro, that is hilarious. And it's so funny. 
Because when I'm out and about, because I go to LA a lot, so whenever I, I'm going to like South Central a few times to get food, there's a really good, really good Jamaican spot there. And sometimes I'm speaking, and the woman be like, "Oh my God, where are you from?" I'm like, "I'm from London." <laughs> my God, you sound like Harry Potter. And I'm right? Like, oh, yeah. That's, okay. All right. That's gotcha. not the one I'm trying to get. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to get more Idris, more Idris Elba. Right. 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 Than, right. than <laughs> Harry Potter. But you take what you can get, guys. You take what you can get, man. Yeah. Man, yeah. we go. We go try and lighten the load for you, Mo. Tell us a little bit about yourself, bro. Like, do you believe in ghosts? Yeah. So, like, I, st- I started my comedy journey a long time, man, and through that. I stayed in tons of hotels because you travel a lot yeah. by yourself as well. So when it comes to the abnormal and the superficial, when it comes to ghosts and all this kind of stuff, I'll be honest, I've stayed in horrible hotels. Where I'll be like, you know what? I think there's probably ghosts here, but I'm broke. Just leave me alone, man. Right. Like, what? <laughs> what do like, you want from get, me? <laughs> yeah, like, why would you scare me? I have nothing for you. I'm right. not the one. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? When it comes to the, to the supernatural, I'll tell you this story the other day. I had to be up some, something really early, probably eight o'clock. And I, I think I went on my phone, I was on TikTok. And it was one of those true crime things that they always have. You know, it's like, this is the story of Abigail Smith. Lady, <laughs> right. Sacrificed seven people. And it's got this eerie music. And I promise you, I'm watching it. And I'm not really into this stuff. But I was watching it. And I swear to you, on my mum's life, my bedside lamp started flickering. <laughs> he laughed at, at that point, feel comfortable. <laughs> right. At that point, I said, listen, whatever ghost in my in my house I have, I respect you. Because you're basically saying, look, big man, go to bed. You need to go to bed. So I feel like whatever spirit is in this house, we have an agreement that they're just trying to help me out. So I just turned up to the light. I went to sleep. I have no time to be discovering why the light is flickering and all this stuff. Gave me the warning. I went straight to bed. So, yeah, I've got an interesting take. On the supernatural, man. So you you tour, and mm. I'm assuming you're two over there. Have you toured any in the U.S. as well? I'm touring in 2024. Okay. Yeah, I have a big world tour coming up. So okay. we're gonna be at we're gonna be in Atlanta, we're in New York, Philly. I've been to the states a lot of times. I've been predominantly New York uh, and L.A. Done Vegas once. Okay, where are you guys based? So we're in Atlanta, Georgia. In Atlanta. We're down south. Sick. So. Listen, I am so excited. I heard nothing but good things about Atlanta, so I'm looking to. Yeah, I'm just trying to come to the strip clubs. I'm and not going to lie. Man, listen, they going to love you. Accent, like, bro. They going to love you, man. Bring your accent. Someone told me the chicken wings are sensational in, in the Atlanta strip clubs. It's true. Bro, this the is, best thing yeah. you've ever had in your life, man. Yeah. Okay, There's, I'm it, here for it. I'm here no, for it. Let's no do cap. it. No cap. I'm telling you right now, the chicken <laughs> yeah. wings is fine. But Someone I'm, told me that. A friend of mine in LA, he's like, man, you got to go to Atlanta, man. Best chicken wings in Say, man, lemon pepper, so, yeah. lemon pepper, extra wet. Yes, the lemon <laughs> pepper drink. <laughs> nah, but oh, Mo, yeah. check this out, though. So you stayed in hotels in the U.S. and you stayed in hotels in the U.K. How does it, how, like, how does that spiritual, mm. like, atmosphere differ? Yeah. Whenever I've watched Supernatural programs in the U.K., our ghosts always seem old. They're from the Victorian era. Mm-hmm. They're always white. There's no diversity in the ghost world is what I'm saying. So. Right. I don't really feel scared of staying in UK hotels knowing that the ghosts are old middle-class <laughs> white men from the Henry VIII era. Because I grew up in a place called South London. So South London, like, that's real stuff going on. So yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. someone going, ooh, I'm like, please, I'm tired, man. Why anytime somebody puts South 
in front of where they from. <laughs> like it lets you it's know you know. They oh, ain't yeah. bullshit, so, man. <laughs> I am yeah, from so South London, Beverly Hills. Listen to yeah, me. Yeah, in London we're cut into four segments. So South London, we're like the Brooklyn of New York. Does that make sense? Oh wow. Okay. We're the loudest. Everyone knows we're in the room. We let you know we're there. We go everywhere. And when you're so what it is when you're born in South, like you might move away to other parts of the UK. But when people say where you're from, yeah. you have to say, you can't just say London. You say, I'm from South London to differentiate. Yeah. Mm. You yeah, can take yeah, yourself yeah. out of South London, but you can't take the South London out of you, is what you're saying. This is it. This is exactly it. Yes. I'm, I'm this picking, is it. I'm picking up yeah. what you laid down. So you speaking about some of the spirits and paranormal like experiences that you've had. Are you familiar mm. with the Loch Ness Monster? Like, are you familiar with that tale? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> <My> man laughed. <laughs> You know what's funny about it is that as a kid, I think I used to believe it, even though I'd never gone to Scotland. But as you go on, you get a bit older, like no one had ever seen it. And it becomes a a myth, but it's also a tourist attraction. Right. Mm. So there's a lot of people that come around the world that want to go there and they're like, oh, I heard it. I heard I might see it. And, you know. Everyone else in the UK, like, you ain't going to see that. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't seeing no luck. (laughs) But, um, yeah, personally, I don't believe in the luckless monster. And if it it was, why has there not been another one since? Do you know what I mean? Right. Mm -hmm. Like, if this thing is from the prehistoric era, it didn't have no children, it didn't have anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell you what pisses me off, man. I remember when I was like in the third grade, they hyped up this big television special where they were going to send someone in a submarine inside Mm. the body of water to find and take a picture of the Loch Ness Monster, man. Oh, man, listen, man, I begged my mama to let me stay up <laughs> so I could watch this episode. And I mm. remember that dude took his ass in this little ass submarine, man, in this muddy ass water. <laughs> and then, bro, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. I was so, my heart was broken, bro. It was like finding out wrestling wasn't real, man. Really? Uh, that was a bad day, yeah, man. That was, that a, was bad a bad day. day. So look at this, though, Mo. Other than the, mm. the Loch Ness Monster, then. What other like legends are around on you know what I'm saying your side of the pond, bro? That maybe you do believe. Yeah, one that's probably a lot more. Like we get crop circles. Okay. 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 Yeah, the crop circles are one that I'm like, mm, how are these being made? I don't know for a while, but that's always been a one that I'm always a bit unsure of. Yeah. You know, because we have a place called Stonehenge right. in yes. the UK, so they always say that you know there's a lot of certain energy that comes from there and it's been visited by UFOs and stuff and it's been there since the Stone Age and how the stones were put there and stuff. But crop circles are the one where I'm like, they're too good. They're too artistic. I feel like yeah. for humans. It's too precise. It's like, they're so good. Yeah. But every part of me is like, listen, these aliens are creative as hell. Banksy could never. Right, right, <laughs> you know right. What I mean? Right. Do you believe in aliens? I believe in aliens. Yeah, really? I definitely. I think aliens are walking amongst us on this earth. Well, all right, no, I gotta but, stop you. So but no Loch Ness, go, right? You gonna believe <laughs> no Loch Ness? Aliens are walking amongst <laughs> us, but there's no chance in hell that there's something. There is a prehistoric animal that lived underwater. <laughs> <laughs> but my thing is this with Loch Ness, right? I feel like if there's gonna be a Loch Ness, surely there's gonna be more than one. Yeah, otherwise. How have we not seen any other since? Or if we did see that one, are we sure it wasn't just a whale 
and just was looking up and was just like, oh, right, they're probably going to kill me. And just that was it. Aliens, on the other hand, the universe is way too big mm. for it just to be us. And I feel like with if it if one, this is one theory, if it's just us, then we're fucked. Okay. <laughs> it's a fact. Fair, fair point. If it's just us left in the whole of the solar system, then who was here before us? I feel like there's a technology and a civilization that's probably more advanced, maybe, than we could possibly think. And if we're able to send a satellite far, far billions of miles away, who's to say that there isn't a civilization that could have more advanced stuff than we have that can send stuff here, yeah, whether yeah. it is, you know, yeah. flying. So I don't believe they look how they are portrayed with the big eyes and the nose and the heads and stuff. Yeah. I, I don't know if you heard, uh, you know, our government over here has been releasing a lot of documents as of late and of footage mm. of like sightings and, and documented claims of seeing UFOs flying over our airspace. Like these are confirmed, <laughs> documented mm. from like our military <laughs> that the government has now finally said like, Come on. This is unidentified. <laughs> Here you go, guys. We'll give you this. <laughs> we, like, this is, this is not us. <laughs> like, have yeah, you guys, yeah, yeah. has your government over there, has anyone released any classified information in regards to the UFOs or anything yet? No, nah, not that I know of. I always feel like when it comes to any of that kind of stuff, um, you kind of look down upon as, oh, you stupid idiot. What do you mean as aliens? I feel like what I kind of respect about what you guys, you guys have much more... One, you have a much bigger country. So you can go to places like New Mexico and right. almost have people that are into the same thing. Mm -hmm. Whereas here, it's a smaller community. And me and my friends have these debates all the time. But there isn't like a New Mexico where we can go to like an area 51 and right, right, right. You know, be like, oh, there's something going on there. You're not too sure about. The only place we have that's really secret is GCHQ. But again, I don't feel like you're going to go there and see any alien sightings. But... Again, no, we don't have a big community that are dedicated to, to UFO sightings here in the UK. Not that I know of anyway. Yeah. yeah. I think there's faith with you in this Loch Ness Monster. Like, what would it cost you to go investigate and find something for the Loch Ness? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, could we get you out there to Scotland and really investigate this thing? Like, what, what would that look like? So, first things first, Scotland is very cold. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> Black people cold. here don't like the cold. We don't like the cold, yeah? yeah so we don't like it here to make either. me go all the way to Scotland and look for something, I know that's not going to be there. Already I'm annoyed because I'm like, it's raining, <laughs> it's cold, it's snowing, I'm and I know it's not there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what I do believe in, though, as a conspiracy. This is a definitely a London one. My dad used to speak about this. He's a really smart guy. He's a Rastafarian as well, so nice. we sit and have long conversations. But there's rumours that there's an underground city in London. I've generally tried to research about it online and people have spoke about how like there's a road and you can drive down there because we have a really good subway system. A lot of it was built in the Victorian era as well. And there's a lot of like rumors where they say, you know, Buckingham Palace has this kind of un underground almost, let's say like railroad essentially, that if there was a big emergency, you need to escape, they could go down. There. But yeah, I do believe that there's some kind of underground city within London, which is that's probably like a very niche conspiracy, but do, I believe that do, as well. You feel like people live in that city currently under underneath London? I don't believe that there is a whole civilization down there that people are living down there and working, but I do believe there's probably certain networks and you could essentially like really live there. Do you know what I mean? Like if there was like something really apocalyptic 
they'd have the infrastructure for you to, because London is a, is a big city. So I think it's 13 million people live in London. But I think that that centre of London, I believe that there's some kind of underground city. How do you guys feel about the supernatural? Because I feel like it's different as across the ponds. You guys have a lot more interesting stories in terms of, you know, when it comes to things like the Chainsaw Massacre, even though it's based on a film, like are there similarities that makes it feel like it's real? I know Louisiana, New Orleans has a, a big history of like dark magic and stuff like that. So how do you guys feel? about a lot of the supernatural honestly even in the states like you have different tiers to this like you go to a place and it's like they say it's haunted because it's like a heinous crime was committed there so to your point like texas chainsaw massacre million people died in this one location and it's like yo it's haunted and people see different shadow figures and apparitions and things of that nature but then mm. you have something like new orleans or savannah or even Dox, South Carolina, where it's Dox like cities. you start dealing with cultures that really dive into spirituality, and you got like hoodoo and voodoo, and that's a whole nother level. And it's like, mm. yo, they're really spiritual. So like, there's a whole nother level to like this. I guess you can call it paranormal, but like the spiritual realm that like that hasn't been tapped that we really just mm -hmm. enjoy exploring. Yeah, I think for me, I I kind of have a level of what I feel like the the spiritual world is. But I don't think it's in a form of a ghost walking around. The movies and sci-fi makes us think ghosts are. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I almost feel that there is a level of, I always see it as a trapped spirit, yeah. ideally. I feel like there is a spirit world and then there is our world. And I feel like it's normally someone who is trapped within our realm, but they should be in the spirit world. Do you know what I mean? I do sometimes believe that as a spirit trying to tell someone something that, Hey man, I got murdered 40 years ago and no one knows. And I'm trying to give you signs, but the signs are looking like I'm slamming a door. Right. Do you know what I mean? No, that's interesting, oh, man. man. Mo, man, we appreciate you, man, taking the time to hop on with us, man. I enjoyed our uh, conversation, man. All right, now, Mo, let us know where we can find you, man. Where can everybody find you, brother? Yeah, man, I'm probably on the socials. It's Mo, the comedian. So whether it's on Instagram and uh, comedy-wise, and there's some stuff on Netflix as Mo Gilligan. Yeah, man, that's that's probably the best places to find me, guys. This was a lot of fun, man. No, yeah, this, I appreciate been, this it, has been man. dope. I appreciate your time, man. Looking forward to hearing it. And um, yeah, when I'm in Atlanta, let's catch up, man. We get some food at the strip club. So <laughs> let's make it happen. Sounds so, good. <laughs> Magic City Monday. Sounds good. Pleasure, my man. Appreciate you. <laughs> Take care, man. Enjoy your day, guys. Peace, man. That was a good interview with Mo Gilligan. Indeed, indeed. All right, what time is it? Game, game time. time. You already know what it is. It's a little game I like to call Never Have I Ever. I'm going to list some ghastly situations, and you all respond guilty or not guilty. And the story behind it, if any, are true for you. Sounds good? Let's do it. I don't know why I feel like this segment is going to get me in trouble, bro. <laughs> Every <on>. segment is. <laughs> right. That's what the show is about. That's why we're award winning, baby. <laughs> Two years in a row. We only had one year. Right. Running strong. <laughs> All right, here we go. Never have I ever avoided a certain area or traveling down a certain road because of an urban legend about it. Have I never have I ever avoided a certain area or traveled down a certain road because Guilty. Hell yeah. 
Yeah, that's true. Guilty. 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 I didn't hit Bankhead Highway. Come on, for yeah. years. For years. Because what you heard in a, in a rap album. Because of what T.I. said. Come on. But they'll take your cookies off Bankhead Highway. I'll take your cookies off Bankhead Highway. Right. Man, mine actually was actually in London. Where? Whoa. Yeah. Where you didn't go in London? <laughs> Where did you not go? Down. So the directions called for me to go down this alley. Uh-huh. Okay. But that alley was a little too dark for me. Okay. okay. And okay. what was on my mind was Jack the Ripper. Oh, <laughs> okay. See, so I, I had to go around the block. Okay. Right, right, right. Okay, right. okay. I got that. All right. I like that. I like that. What about you, man? Shoot all the time, baby. I, I'm from Atlanta, dog. <laughs> right. Every street I avoid. The wrong right to get <laughs> the, you left. The wrong you left. right to get you left. <laughs> My man said I'm from a land called Atlanta, dog. And the wrong right yeah, get, get your you ass left. left. What is that? <laughs> what does that even mean? What does that mean? But it means everything. Because <laughs> right. you know what it means, baby. All right, guys. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Never have I ever. Been scared to go to sleep because I thought I saw a ghost or supernatural being (laughs) of some sort. Say, guilty as hell, man. And I'm going to tell y'all, Marcus, I don't know if you remember. And Jordan, I'm still mad about this. It was one time, y'all, we had to go to an event somewhere. Uh And the hotel that we, usually we go to events outside of filming a TV show. We don't stay in the haunted building. But this particular event. The hotel that we were investigating, we stayed at. We all had separate rooms. The guy told me my room was the haunted room, bro. <laughs> so when the night was over and we all went to our separate rooms, bro, I swear to God, I thought I saw something in my room. I run across the hall to Jawan's room. <laughs> bro, I beat on his door, dog. He finally opened the door. I was like, Jawan, man, say, <laughs> it's something in my room, man. Bro, I no. said, you got to let me sleep in here. I, I said, knew, you I tough. Knew. Do you know he told me no? <laughs> Dang. That's you tough, the bad boy of paranormal. <laughs> Slam the door in your face. And bro, so I went to your room. What's I doing? <laughs> you let me in. I did. But bro, but then you got on a phone call with Tina. <laughs> and you know how people start giving you signs. It's so what you about to, to do? Yeah. <laughs> no, man, I was, so, I was terrified, guys. And y'all left me hanging. But go ahead, man. What about you? <laughs> uh, guilty. Because I just feel like if I go to sleep and pull the covers over my head, I'm avoiding all paranormal encounters. It depends if you laying on your stomach or not. No, it just depends if you got... Any of your limbs exposed? Like if you can't have feet or toes or hands exposed. No, no, listen, it's your stomach <laughs> touching the mattress or not? Because <laughs> you either you gonna be vulnerable or you're not. <laughs> All right, last one, last one, last one. Never have I ever attempted to invoke a spirit, a la Bloody Mary or Candyman. See, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I lie to me, know, lie man. to me. Go ahead, lie to me, Jawan. I just know some people have a tough time getting over things. Lie to me, Juwan. I'm not going to lie, man. It's it's guilty. Okay. It's guilty. Just make sure you said it. It's guilty. Thank you for actually admitting that. It's guilty as charged. Bro. I've I, done it a couple times. I've done Candyman and Bloody Mary. I actually did Bloody Mary in a hotel room that Marcus was staying in. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's why, oh, as you wow. can hear, my animosity. Mm-hmm. Definitely opened up. I think, like I think we opened up novel. a portal. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It started off. I read this book. Well, I know where this ending is. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. All right. To bring you to this party. <laughs> hey, man. What say, about you, Daylight? Hey, man. I feel like. All right. I'm going to be honest with y'all because I feel like everybody listening to this family, man. And I feel like the statute of limitations is over. I'll never forget, bro. I had to be like in a. Man, maybe the fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And I remember my big cousin telling me about Bloody Mary. 
in that if you go in a bathroom and do Bloody Mary and if you see her, my cousin told me you can direct Bloody Mary to go get somebody. Like if you can stand there and, and wait till she so, comes. So make Bloody Mary like a hit woman. Like a hit woman. Okay. Bro, let me tell you what my bad ass did in the fifth grade, bro. You better not sick, sick her on your, bro, your teacher. Tell me why my math teacher. I knew it. <laughs> I knew you My sick math man. teacher, man. This dude, bro, he gonna embarrass me in front of the class, bro. I swear to you, I looked him in his face. <laughs> I said, I got something for you. <laughs> bro, in the fifth grade. <laughs> bro, I went home that night, bro. I oh mustered up God. all the courage I could find and went into the bathroom, bro. I ain't never said Bloody Mary so fast, bro. I was oh. like, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Mr. Johnson. <laughs> Yo. Bro, I just knew he was dead. I knew he was dead, bro. <laughs> you thought like you was going to have a sub the next day? Man, I went to class the next day. Mr. Johnson walked his ass in. <laughs> and I was like, oh, your night, Dalen. He was like, so Dalen. Are we going to have a better day today? <laughs> right. Right. Did your mom get the message I left? <laughs> I hate you, Mr. Johnson. You gonna bring my mama in this? Damn you, Bloody Mary! Bloody Mary, I want my money I back. I want my money back, bitch. <laughs> All right, y'all. You can't, you can't send Bloody Mary out for hits, man. <laughs> right. It don't work like that, listen. Especially at fifth grade. It don't work like that. You ain't got no capital. You ain't got nothing. Bro, bro, what does that say about me trying to catch a body in the fifth grade? What's that say that your rationale would be, let me sick... A whole urban legend. Now let me try to like get my mama on him. Now let me try to do. Nah, it was it. It was a wrap. I'm trying to end this man' life with a spiritual thing. It was a wrap. My bad, Mr. Johnson. There's no more animosity in my heart. He grew up. It was a misunderstanding. He grew up. You was right. You was right. I should have been standing on my seat in class. Who am I to disrupt class? I can see. I can see my mistake. Right. As a 40 year old man, I can see why I was wrong. I can see why I was wrong, bro. That was so stupid. But enough about Mr. Johnson. Time for your creepy stories. This one comes from Danny in North Carolina. Hey, let's hear it, Danny. All right, so boom. There's a situation where I was living in Williamsport, Pennsylvania with my daughter's mom. Apparently, her grandmother passed away in the house that we lived in. Mind you, my daughter's mom is white. I'm black. And she said her grandmother was extremely, extremely racist, you know, when she passed away. So <clears throat> there's one time me and my daughter's mom, we got into a little argument, whatever. I go upstairs. I'm chilling in the room. Uh, I close the door. I'm in there listening to music, playing Xbox and all that good stuff. And uh, I keep hearing somebody running up and down the stairs. I'm like, yo, what is she doing? Like, why is she playing games? Why is she, you know? I see feet standing in front of my door. It was daytime, so I see that, you know, you, you can see under the door, crack under the door, you can see feet standing in front of it. And um, I saw feet standing in front of my door. So I get up trying to be sneaky, and I go to the door, and I snatch it open. Bro, there's nobody there. There's nobody standing there. So I'm sitting there confused, like, I'm not tripping. I know what I saw. So I go downstairs to my daughter's mom. I'm like, yo. Why are you running up and down the stairs? Like, are you trying to scare me or something? What you doing? She was like, I just got out of the shower. What are you talking about? She's like, I've been in the tub for like the last 30 minutes. It's like, what do you mean? So I'm freaking out at this point. I'm like, yo, there's nobody else here or nobody else running up and down the stairs. What is going on right now? So anyway, later that night, we kind of smooth things over, whatever, whatever. No big deal. Uh, middle of the night, I wake up. 
you know, we got to use the bathroom, whatever. I go to the bathroom and I just want to spl- splash some water in my face. I'm looking in the mirror. I splash water in my face and I look up in the mirror and I'm watching as three scratches come down the side of my face and blood start like I start bleeding. Like I'm literally looking in the mirror at these scratches appear on my face. These little thin scratches. I didn't feel nothing. It felt hot. I didn't feel it didn't hurt, though. It just felt like it was hot, like a burning sensation on my face. And I come out of the bathroom. I show her. I'm like, yo, I'll just watch these scratches come up on my face. And that's when she tells me, you know, her grandmother was racist and lived in that house. So needless to say, I moved my ass back to North Carolina ASAP because I, I, I wasn't dealing with that. <laughs> but that's my that's my scary story. Appreciate y'all. Now, I have heard of having problems with the parents, but the dead grandparents. You think he just had a frisky night with his wife? Nah, nah, nah. nah. I think, I think, I think, I think Granny Karen <laughs> was on his ass. Nana Karen did not care. He, you saw, you saw. He tried to. I mean, we had a little we argument. We had a little. We had a little misunderstanding. You know, you know that he grandma, almost had to sleep on the couch. <laughs> you know that Grandmama Karen is like, I told you, don't date him. If Stacy's people had a problem with you to that point, that they can hunt you. Yeah. What kind of what kind of things you think you done? Damaged in that relationship. But you know, it's funny. I asked Stacy that man uh, not too long ago. I asked. I said, Stacy, now if me and your dad got into a fist fight, okay, you going? Who, who would you cheer for? Oh, okay. You got to test her loyalty. Yeah, because what the Bible say? <laughs> who she supposed to cheer for? Oh uh, man, Scripture says that. Say <laughs> like her daddy, but it gets. It says forsake on. your mother and father <laughs> and cheer for say? your husband. Right. What did she? Say? She had to think about it. I said, hold on now, uh-uh. Stacy. <laughs> Yeah, you got you got to go. Y'all got to go therapy now. If me, I said now. Me and your daddy got into a hard nosed fist fight. <laughs> you couldn't jump in. You had to cheer. Ooh, who you going for? <laughs> who you going for? <laughs> I looked in her eyes, and as as she was about to say her daddy's name, three scratches just appeared on the side <laughs> of her face. <laughs> and I told, I said, oh, listen, 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 that's my grandma. That's my grandma. <laughs> and she don't play about me, baby. Baby, she don't play about her baby. <laughs> Hey man, when the grandparents is having something to say about it, they having something to say about it. That's funny, Jawan. Your people, what what happened with that situation? You you leaving? Me? Uh, yeah, you st- you sticking with the relationship? Or are you leaving? So, I think okay. we just got to get out the house. No, no, let's paint the picture. You're dating a white girl. What happens is her racist grandmama mm. then gets on your ass. Okay, is that enough for you to leave your child? N- perpetuating. More stereotypes in the black community. <laughs> <laughs> My man has that's just a loaded question. the entire <laughs> listener submission. Now, what are you going to do? <laughs> complex. Come on Me. now. My child <laughs> and your ghost. No, <laughs> and my wife. Okay, he said it's his ex-wife. To, yeah, <laughs> go to a new house. Oh, okay. okay, yeah, right. Okay. That nana know where your ass at? <laughs> no, she know where your ass at. Hey, bro, keep 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 up the hope, man. Stay away from that grandmama. Man. Stay away from that dead, toxic grandmama. How your grandmama gonna be toxic? Hey, right, bro. Some some traits don't die. They just multiply. They just multiply. I couldn't be no ghost with with a grudge. Ghost with a grudge is that seems like you already you more so in hell than anything because you can't let it go. You should let you should let that joint go. Well, that's all we have, guys, for that one. That's a good one. That's a good one, guys. This was a great episode, man. Guess we guys will see you next week. Remember, if you want to hear your creepy story on this podcast, please record and send us a voice memo to ghostbrotherspodcast.com.
I mean, we really want to hear your spooky, ghostly, and paranormal experiences. And we want you to follow our show wherever you get your podcast. And we'd love for you to rate it. Give us five stars. Man, we love that review and feedback. We need you. Man, we need you and we love you. Come on, y'all. That's it for Urban Legends with the Ghost Brothers. Scare you later. Peace, love, and paranormal. Juan will always have something catchy. He just catch it. I like it. He's spicy. He's zesty. <laughs> hey, man. Urban Legends with the Ghost Brothers is produced by Neon Hum Media for Discovery+. Plus. You can follow our show wherever you get your podcasts, and we'd love it if you could take a second to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. For Discovery+, Plus, our executive producer is Michael DeSavo. At Neon Hum, our executive producer is Shara Morris. Our lead producer is Cheris Satchel. Our associate producers are Navani Otero and Ann Lim. Our production manager is Samantha Allison. Music by Asha Ivanovich. Concept by Odelia Rubin and Shara Morris. Our engineers are Hans Del Shee, Max Unruh, and Lila Williams. <laughs>